Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we have an awesome episode for you today. Another great piece of marriage advice. And we're really excited to talk about it. But we hope that you stay till the very end because we have an awesome Q&A today, specifically about miscarriage and how to handle that in your marriage. Yeah, it's so true. And and just as, as kind of like a little side note on that, whenever we get to the question at the end, and we always say we haven't seen this question before, right? but then on, on the intro, we're saying we've seen it and uh, we know what it is and it's a great question. It's because we do the intro for these after, after the podcast. Yes. So if you didn't know that, it wouldn't make sense because they're like, they told me what the question is. And then we get to the but question they and they're like, fresh. we've never seen it. I don't yes. understand. So we've never made that clarification. Probably we'll never make it again, but... Just you know, for inquiring just minds. Just inquiring minds want yes. to know. Um, another quick announcement. We won't keep making this announcement either, but we're just now starting something brand new, which is we're recording these live on, on YouTube as video. So right now, up to this point, yeah. we would put the Naked Marriage Podcast on YouTube just as the audio file. Mm-hmm. But now we're inviting you into the studio with us. And so most folks listen to this on, on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or Google Play, wherever you listen Uh, Thank you for listening. But you can also go over to YouTube, look up the Marriage Today channel, or just search for the Naked Marriage Podcast, and you can start watching these. And we would love to, you know, invite you to watch with us. Uh, Before we dive into today's episode, I'm going to read a review. This one happens to be from iTunes. We love reading all your reviews. Thank you guys so much. They really kind of keep us going. Uh, This one is five stars. It's entitled Speaking to Me, and it's from BGWKS. Uh, And she says, I stumbled across this podcast this week after having a heart-to-heart with my husband. We are great, but had slowly drifted from a married couple to friends and forgot to nurture our marriage. 14 years and two children and a lack of communication is what hurt us. I've been reading books and listening, and this podcast is amazing. It feels like you're speaking directly to me. Thank you. That's so awesome. Wow. And and thank you for sharing that. And I think that, you know, so we, we can all get there. Right, just going yeah. through life. It's not that any crisis necessarily has happened, but we just start drifting apart oh, because yeah. we're we're in the the grind of raising kids and paying bills and all that, mm-hmm. and being intentional about building your marriage. And that can be as simple as, you know, listening to the and Naked Marriage podcast about and then talking about it. That's right. Can help get you moving in the right direction. So so true. Well, let's dive into today's episode. If you've listened to our Naked Marriage podcast for any length of time, you know that we are huge fans of Christian counseling, and we have both benefited from individual Christian counseling throughout our entire marriage, and we know that it can benefit you as well. You know, we talk a lot about marriage counseling, but there's something about finding inner healing as an individual, and and it will really help your marriage in the long run. And so we have an amazing resource to share with you. Yeah, I'm so excited that we can finally offer this. And we found the right partners at Faithful Counseling, and they do an amazing job to connect with you from home. You don't have to go sit in an office wherever you are. I know a lot of people write us and say, there's not a good Christian counselor in our area. Now, wherever you are, as long as you have internet access, you can get access to great Christian counseling. Just go to this site. It's getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. And there's a 10% discount exclusively for you as a Naked Marriage podcast listener, but you do have to go to this specific site. It is getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. And like Ashley just said, both of us from personal experience can attest to the inner healing and the freedom that can be experienced through good personal Christian counseling. You can experience this as well in your marriage.
You know, I'm so excited about this one because this is some of the best modern marriage advice that we've ever heard because so many times our phones get a bad rap and we will be the first to say, you know, we've got to be aware of technology not really overtaking our, our time because we have to give a significant time investment to have a great marriage. And so many times, you know, technology can be a really a big drain of our time. And so we can kind of get distracted, but we truly believe that you can actually use your phone in particular, your smartphone to enhance your marriage, to make it better. That's right. That's the advice for today is use your phone to build your marriage, not to be a distraction from your marriage. Because yeah. these little powerful supercomputers, they can be amazing marriage building tools or they can be really Hindrance. toxic yeah, marriage distractions. And so the, the, the difference is how you're using it. If it's always yeah. just an escape, if you're sitting in the same room, but you're always in different worlds because you're scrolling through different things and you're not engaging with each other ever, you know, that's, that's clearly a kind of a dangerous thing. But if you're going to use your phone as a way to connect, that's yeah. good. So here's just a few practical ways to use technology to your advantage. Well, number one, pat yourself on the back. You're doing it right now. You are. You are yes. listening to the Naked Marriage Podcast, which is all designed to help you build a stronger marriage and a stronger faith. And so congrats to you for just putting this message in your ears or watching this on YouTube, because now we're actually filming these in yeah. studio. And you can, if wherever you're listening right now, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you can go over to YouTube, look up the same episode and watch us, uh, you know, watch us in the studio doing it, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, so doing things like that, you know, reading eBooks, audiobooks, podcasts, but yeah. in particular, how you communicate with your spouse. And, mm -hmm. and I'm going to give you like one of the best, simplest pieces of marriage advice related to your phone. Try to answer your phone every single time your spouse calls. Yes. Like no matter what's going on, just answer it. Even if you have to say, hey, sweetie, I, I'm, I'm tied up with something right now. Are you okay? Can I call you later? Yeah. Uh, it lets them know like, the place of priority they have mm -hmm. in your heart, in your schedule. Um, so don't, don't ghost them, you know, don't, oh, yeah. don't end the call. Don't, don't just, just answer, be available to each other as much as possible. Yes. No, that is huge. And it just sends the message that you are the highest priority. Like yeah. whatever I'm doing, you know, and I understand like there's certain jobs, there's certain situations where like Dave said, you can't have a lengthy conversation, but just even it sending like on a lot of the iPhones, you can actually send a text that says, sorry, I can't talk right now. And then you could add love you or call you in a minute or whatever it is. It just shows that you care, that you're thoughtful. And I would even say too, you know, we talk a lot about warning lights kind of on your marriage. If you constantly are ghosting them, and and not wanting to take their call, but yet you're willing to answer everybody else's call, huge mm. red flag, huge warning light. And so I would really just kind of ask yourself why, first of all, and then stop it. Answer your phone. Yeah, just answer. Guys, this is easy. Like it just every little way that you can show your spouse, you're the most important person in my life. Yeah. You're more important than everything else I got going on. And the more you can send that message through your words, through your actions, mm -hmm. um, through simple things, you know, those simple things matter, like picking up your phone, being available, yeah. checking in throughout the day. Right. Um, it really, really matters. You know, I, uh, years ago I had a job and, and, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, you know, she said, you, you and Ashley, like, like you talk throughout the day on the phone. Yeah. She's like, she's like, that seems weird. Like, I don't know, like, most couples, they just, they don't talk all day and they're going to see each other that night. So like, that's weird. Like, why would you why talk do you do during that? the day? And I yeah. said, um, well, I've seen that most marriages, what people considered normal and I want to be weird. 
Yeah. Because if normal means disconnected and not, you know, growing and friendship and passionately in love and, and sharing details of, of your life with each other, then then I want to be weird if weird means that we're always available for each other yeah. and that we're really staying connected. Um, and, and, you know, she was, was, uh, like a young newlywed at the time, this, this person who I, I greatly admire by the way, mm-hmm. and they've grown in their marriage. And I think that they've they kind of taken on some of those day. so-called weird habits and now like, you know, have a, a great marriage and family where they're super connected to one another. Yeah. Uh, so let me challenge you to be weird. You might be the only one in your office that is, you know, you know, slipping away and, and, you know, doing quick calls to your spouse through the day, texting each other, just staying engaged and connected, but be that guy, be that girl, be the one who is setting the tone and making Mm -hmm. the other people around you scratch their head and saying, well, well, maybe I should talk to my spouse more. Right. Right. So it's, it's worth the effort. And we don't do these things by the way, just to make an impression on the people around us. We do this to build our marriage. But one of the side effects is that um, maybe you'll set a positive example that's going to help someone else's marriage too. We honestly, at the time, this was probably, gosh, six years ago that, that I think she talked about that. We didn't know it was weird at the time. We were like, oh, I guess, I guess that is something that maybe not everybody does. Because I know that like my parents they do this, like they talk throughout the day and Dave's parents do this. Right, and, and they've I all mean, been married for, you know, over 40 years. They and, have been, and, and mom and dad, if you're listening, stop doing it on speakerphone, okay? Just like the commercials say, oh gosh, stop guys. it, okay? Yeah. I have like seriously a bone to pick with this, but <laughs> if you're listening, talk to your spouse, but at Walmart, the people don't need to know. Yes. Can, can we just spend the rest of the episode <laughs> on this the the speakerphone thing. thing? I love the... Those like car, those insurance commercials with the guy that teaching about don't become your parents, teaching people not to be yeah. their parents. Some of the funniest commercials on, oh on TV. Um, I won't say the company because they're not yet a sponsor of the Naked Marriage but Podcast. We'd love it if you but were. they are brilliant commercials, and I one of them is like, so you're on your speakerphone in public. Is there is is, is this is necessary? That, is that a good idea? No, no, and <laughs> it's so true. So mom and but dad, both of our parents do it. Bill like, and Mary, like we love sets. you. Yeah. Keep talking throughout the day, but turn the dang speakerphone off. Like, Wait, you know, you, talking we, to your spouse doesn't mean it has to be a, a group conversation at Walmart. Let it be private. Then you can be real sexy. You know, you can have your inside jokes. We don't need to know. We don't yeah. need to know. Well, my you know? mom, you know, not to get too far off track, but she'll, every call is speakerphone. And she called me one time not long ago. And like, this is so funny. I was really, I was frustrated and not, and not at her, but like, she just caught me in a moment of like real frustration. And I was expressing this frustration, like, how are you doing? And I was like, well, I'll tell you, I'm going through it. And it was like, <laughs> I was like kind of venting, not in any way toward her, but just expressing just these having a, a real emotions to my mother. Yeah. And then after this whole like counseling session, yeah. I realized I'd been on speakerphone the whole time and she's in a car load of like her girlfriends and mom's <laughs> like, well, actually I'm here with them, um, with the girls with my friends. And one of her friends was like, hi, David, how are you? And I'm like, hi, <laughs> like, wh- why, why would you call someone on speaker? Okay. So that's not what this is about. So, we're not well, talking. There, there's phone etiquette. Right. Phone etiquette. Yeah. We'll save that for maybe a, I don't even know if that fits within the universe of Naked Marriage podcast. That's just a good life skill. It is a life um, skill. So, it is. so, yes. uh, so where were we? Right, using the phone, phone to stay connected. Enhance our marriage. Without the speakerphone, right? Yes, yes. I mean, there's just- Unless you're- I don't understand why that's necessary. So that's neither here nor there. If you really, if it means 
talking to your spouse and you insist on speakerphone, do it. I'm just saying the rest of us are annoyed the whole time. I'm right. being honest with you. Like, right. We don't love it. Like we're no. the people, your, your fellow patrons at your favorite places, like your restaurants, your stores, we're not loving it. We don't but need if to it be means in it. talking to your spouse and that's the only way you'll do it, do it. Oh, these are good points. These are life-changing <laughs> principles. We're just trying to, we're trying to help the world. That's you right. know, turning one speakerphone off at a time. <laughs> So answer the phone when your spouse calls. Use your phone to um, to invest in marriage building resources. Listen, guys, there's never been a better time in all of human history to have complete access to all the world's good information in the palm of your hand. I mean, it is unimaginable to generations past oh, that yeah. we would have the resources that we have. So there's really never, never an excuse to like waste any time because there's always something that you can learn so much that's that's free. And again, pat yourselves on the back. You're doing it right now just by intentionally investing some time into listening to a, a faith-based marriage building podcast that's gonna help encourage you with principles that are gonna help build those relationships. So do more of this kind of stuff, you know? And if it's not um, listening to the Naked Marriage podcast uh, or the Naked Marriage audiobook, which is also available in paperback, you know, you, which is, thank you, by the way, for, for all of your, uh, your kind um, reviews about that resource. Yes. Um, we've, we've appreciated that. There's so much out there that you can stay connected to. Go to the site, exomarriage.com. Um, we've got a bunch of free resources there. And besides looking for the good stuff, phone building your marriage also means avoiding the bad stuff. Just oh, yeah. because you have it at the palm of your hand, you know, all the world's good stuff. The downside of that is, there's never been more distraction. Yeah. Some of the distraction is just like time-wasting stuff. Some of it is well, we spend too much time on social media and staying connected to people morphs into this weird comparison trap game it's where we're never thing. content. And then some of it is just downright toxic stuff like pornography, which, you know, the, the porn use has never been higher. Mm-hmm. And we won't turn this into just another porn episode. We've talked a lot about this. It used to be a real struggle for me. It's a big part of our testimony. I know firsthand just, you know, how devastating it can be to your mind and to your marriage. But if you're using technology to pursue those kinds of things, it's going to have just a, a toxic, insidious impact yeah. in your marriage. And so you've got to be so, so mindful. One, one last quick little caveat. I want to turn it back to Ashley because she's the smart one in the relationship. She really is. Um, and that is, if you want your phone to be a tool to build your marriage, you cannot have any secrets from each other. And what I mean by that in terms of your phone is you can't be afraid for your spouse to pick up your phone at any time yeah. and use it. Um, you know, if they, if they, if they need it for some reason, if they need to, to look up something online, there should be nothing on your phone that you're afraid of your spouse seeing. Right. And if you have a password protected phone from your spouse, that's messed up. If you right. value your personal privacy more than transparency and trust in marriage, then you frankly don't understand what marriage is supposed to be. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's what a naked marriage is, is living with no secrets. And you've got to be willing to just open up. Like Ashley and I share the same Apple ID on our phones just out of convenience. Um but one thing it does is like we see each other's text messages, like we're connected into each other's browser history. And it's not because we don't trust each other. It's because we do trust each other and want to be connected into each other's world. And sometimes it helps us actually say, oh, did you see that text from so-and-so? You know, don't yeah. forget you've got that thing tomorrow and I'll do the same for you. Right. Um, and if the thought of doing that in your marriage totally freaks you out, then I just got to ask you why? Yeah. Like, what is it? that you're compartmentalizing away from your spouse that you're so afraid of them being part of. 
live without secrets. And it does, you know, phones are meant to connect us, right? But if we have secrets and we're using our phone just to keep these secrets and to perpetuate these secrets, then we're we're missing the connection, right? And we're not using it as a tool to help our marriage, but it, it becomes something that hinders our marriage because again, like Dave said, privacy becomes more important than the intimacy that we want in our marriage. And we want to be intimate. I mean, the whole entire reason we're doing this podcast is because we wanna encourage people just like you to have what we like to refer to as a naked marriage, meaning there's no secrets, there's total vulnerability, there's total transparency, and that builds intimacy. And so this phone, you know, he talked about, I, want, I wanted to touch on this, about how we call each other throughout the day. Some jobs don't allow that, but you might be able to sure, text each other sure. throughout the day. And this could be flirty, this could be verses, this could be prayers, this could be funny memes. Dave has, I've always said this on the podcast, he has a, an amazing gift game. Oh yeah. And he will sometimes just, I don't we'll brag, communicate in gifts. Like it's pretty strong. It's hilarious. We also use it, you know, even with our kids who are old enough to understand it. It's funny, like we have a whole office gift game going on with our 15 year old. But you know, it's just sweet that we can have that sense of humor. We always say laughter is like fresh air to your marriage. It's a good way to kind of bring humor into your marriage. Sometimes um, we love to dream together. One day we want to open like a bed and breakfast. So sometimes Dave will send me these like old historic homes on Zillow and be like, oh, witness be so cool, you know, just dreaming together. So there's lots of ways that you can just enhance your relationship and your intimacy. And, you know, I, I, just practically speaking, it also, it will help your relationship because you won't have to just not talk all day and then just dump on each other. And I remember talking yeah. to a friend of mine years ago where this was a huge problem in their marriage because her husband just refused at the time to kind of touch and, you know, check in with her throughout the day via text or calls. And so by the end of the day, you know, she at the time had young kids. She would just have everything. She had no adult contact most of the day because she was at home with the kids and he would come home and he was exhausted. She was exhausted, but she was just just dying for human contact and conversation. And so she would just say everything that she really could have probably told him throughout the day and kind of sprinkled in right. there, but she had it all kind of bottled up and it wore him out, but then it made her feel disrespected because he wouldn't listen. And it really caused major marital issues. And I remember having lunch with her and I was like, listen, why don't you all just text throughout the day and and or, or give each other a call? It would just go so far in your relationship. And um, we have since moved. I don't know if they do that, but I really hope and pray they do because it's a very simple step a simple act, you all. It could be a couple minutes per phone call or take one minute to do that text, but it will just save you from feeling annoyed with each other at the end of the day because it's understandable that a stay-at-home mom would be exhausted. It's understandable that two working people come home and their minds are reeling. Like we all need to have reprieve, but if you've been connecting throughout the day, you don't just become like the dump, you know, when you come home with every frustration or concern or, you know, to the point where like the bad stuff is kind of, it's become too much that you don't even remember the funny gift that you wanted to share with your spouse. I mean, that's what happens. So go ahead and have that little kind of new habit of touching base throughout the day. Yeah, it really does make such a, and like you said, it takes a lot of pressure off Oh, at the end of the day yes. when you're both, and, and, and I think so many couples fall into that dynamic where they don't communicate all day. And then maybe one spouse has so much they want to communicate at the end of the day. It wears the other spouse out. Yeah. And so like, then there's no communication or right. there's just frustrated communication. 
but when you take it a little bit at a time uh, throughout the day, it, it makes the time together at the end so much more meaningful because you don't have to spend all your time just exchanging just facts up. at the end. Yeah. You can really connect on a deeper level because right. you're all caught up on the facts. You know, you know who has to, you know, pick up something at the pharmacy and who has to do this and that. You've already kind of touched base on all that and you right. can really connect on the deeper stuff. We love giving you guys as much free stuff as we can to help you build a stronger marriage. And I'm so excited about this free resource because in the the years that we've been doing marriage ministry, one of our favorite things to collect is great marriage advice, great nuggets of marriage wisdom. And we've put together, we've put together a resource that lists out our absolute favorite 30 pieces of marriage advice. And yes. we want to get this list to you. We do, and you can have it for free. All you have to do is text TOP30 to 31996. That's TOP30, T-O-P-3-0, no space, to 31996. And you will have 30 amazing pieces of marriage advice for free in PDF form. We've said on here many times on this podcast, you know, don't give your best to everybody else, to all your colleagues, to the different phone calls you have throughout the day, and then come home and just give your spouse your leftovers. You know, you want to give your spouse your best. And you know, after you've worked all day and whatever you've been doing, you've been running around, you've been doing everything, you've been talking to people all day, it's understandable that you're tired. So, you know, it's understandable that you maybe need a moment when you get home. But if you have given some of your best to your spouse throughout the day, they get it and it doesn't, it's not offensive to them that you're not, you know, real chatty when you come home. I know for Dave, especially I stayed home with our boys in the kind of early years of having kids. And I remember that feeling of just dying to actually talk to him in person, but we had connected so much throughout the day that I, I didn't have this desperation. And Dave often, I just knew that if he had like 30 minutes to just gather and kind of- yeah. Because at the end of the day, I was, I had to switch helps. gears, especially yeah. in those early years. I was, it, it took me a while to switch from kind of like work mode to home mode. Oh yeah. And I it's was processing, normal. you know, a lot. And, and I think a lot of people, especially guys tend to be wired up this way where it's like, we- we have to process in different ways. Like, yeah. and I hear a lot of wives say, oh, my husband, he's been gone all day. And and then he gets home and he just, he wants to be alone for 20 more minutes. And, and that's like really offensive to me because I've been waiting yeah. to see him. And so like what I challenge guys to do and kind of like, even if, if it's on that drive home, even if you don't have a long commute, use that drive home to be the time that you kind of yeah. go through the decompress, that you you do whatever to get your headspace in the right way so that when you walk in those doors, um, you can be fully present with your wife and your kids and let them know that I am so excited to see you. I, I, I've been waiting for this moment all day. And, and to not let the first thing you do when you get home to be like pushing them all away because you need... Right more time because they, they need you in that moment. And so you've got to do whatever you need to do to, to walk in un, undistracted. Mm -hmm. And one thing that helped me er, early on is I, I would use the, I'd use the ride home to make final phone calls for the day. Mm -hmm. And very often I'd walk in the house and I'd still be on a phone call and I'd walk in, the kids would want to play with me and Ashley want to see, see me. And, and I'd be kind of shushing everybody. No, daddy's still on the phone. Daddy's still on the phone. And I realized that I was missing out on that beautiful, sacred moment of being able to walk in fully engaged. And so I just kind of made a policy that I'm never going to walk in the house on the phone. Yeah. And if I'm on a call, I'm going to wrap it up um, and just say, hey, I'm home. I'm going to have to jump off here. Even if you're in the driveway. Like yeah. sometimes he would sit in the driveway to wrap up that phone call and that's okay. And then once you're home, you're home. Yeah. Once you're home, you're home. And so again, guys, these 
these phones can be powerful tools to uh, stay connected or they can be big distractions. We have got to be one of the biggest challenges in our time is being so intentional about making sure we're using these devices the right way and not the wrong way. And staying engaged with each other in conversation is a great way to stay accountable to see each other's blind spots and if you're using it the right way Mm -hmm. or the wrong way. Well, it is time for my favorite part of the episode. Yes. Q&A. That's right. And we appreciate you guys sending in these questions. You can write us on social media, but the ones we answer on air are the ones that get sent at nakedmarriagepodcast.com. Um, I, I'll read this one and, and my love, you can dive in. By the way, we, we don't see these ahead of time, so I'm always excited to see what they are because we just kind of answer them in real time. It says, I've been married for almost 11 years. And in the beginning, I was a horrible husband, yet my wife stayed and we've been working, uh, working on our marriage. Last year, we had a miscarriage She is now dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. But I feel like no matter how I deal with her anxiety and depression, there's no solution for the, uh, no solution to the anger that follows. Any thoughts of guidance and wisdom would be wonderful. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's heavy. And thank you for writing that. Absolutely. And I'm just so sorry for your loss. I mean, going through a miscarriage, it is, it's, it's devastating, you know, and um, there's so much hope with a pregnancy and, and your heart's just swelling during the pregnancy. And then to experience that loss, it is so hard on both spouses. And it is hard on the marriage too, because you've gone through a loss together and everybody processes that differently. And it sounds like your, you know, your wife is having that anxiety and depression. And uh, though I have not had a miscarriage, I have walked through anxiety and depression. And I know that there are just so many different um emotions that kind of come with that. And I think with her, what she's tended to go to is anger. And that anger is not directed towards you as her husband. Her anger is at the loss of that child. And anger is a part of the grief process. I mean, it's literally one of the steps in processing grief. And so I think as her husband, I I know you want to help her. I know you're like, I want to fix it. That's a very normal way to feel. But the best thing you can do is to hold her and to level with her and say, you know what? I'm angry too. I'm angry too. I wanted that child too. And I don't even pretend to understand why we lost that child. You know, we won't understand till we get to ask the Lord himself one day. But in the midst of this, I just want you to know I'm in in the corner with you and I wanna hold you and I'm not leaving your side. I'm not mad at you. And I know you're not mad at me, but I just am here for you. And you know, when I was walking through anxiety and depression many years ago, the, the best thing Dave could do for me was to listen and was to tell me that I wasn't crazy because I would often say, I know I'm just, I'm crazy or I'm damaged or I'm never gonna get through this. And him just reassuring me that, that we were gonna get through this, that I wasn't damaged, that God was doing a work in me and, and that I wouldn't feel this way forever and that we would heal from this. That, that just spoke volumes. But there were many nights when I would wake him up where he would literally not even say a word, but he would just hold me while I cried. And I think with your wife being angry, just listening to her process that anger is huge. I also think kind of the next step, and again, the grieving process takes, like you never know how long it's gonna take, you know, not rushing that, that's huge, not rushing her healing is huge. But I also think um, with the lingering anxiety and depression, encouraging her to have a counselor, I mean, to find a Christian counselor she can talk to, is is major. And, you know, we actually have an organization. I know right now a lot of people can't meet in person. Um, there's an organization uh, called Faithful Counseling that we recommend here on the podcast. And you can actually, you know, tell her she can find a counselor, a Christian counselor 
that will, you know, Skype with her, talk to her on the phone and it's private and it's confidential and she can process this because this is something that, that she needs that extra help. I mean, this is professional yeah. help. And what is that website, sweetie, that she can uh, go that to? That website is getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. Getfaithful.com slash naked marriage. It's a wonderful uh, online Christian counseling option that, that could help her individually as yeah. she's processing the anxiety and depression. And it would also good uh, be good for you to, yes. to meet individually with a yes. counselor um, to just talk, kind of talk through how you could best help. Uh, so in, in, in addition to that individual counseling, and by the way, Ashley and I have both through the years benefited from individual Christian counseling. Absolutely. And I huge. just think that there's such wisdom in that really in every season of life. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about, you know, our, our, our partners there at Faithful Counseling and honored that they're uh, partners here with this podcast. Um, in addition to that, we offer coaching at Marriage Today uh, and our coaches uh, are just, uh, you know, really gifted encouragers who can help guide you in your marriage and really talk to you together. It's not so much the the individual approach, but it's it's kind of guiding you together as a couple. Mm-hmm. And that's also available by phone or by Skype. Um, so you don't have to leave your home. You can talk talk to our coaches right from your computer. Um, their website is marriagetoday.com slash coaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, the website that'll pull up will have a header that says Operation Hope. And that's really what they do. They, they help help you bring, bring more hope. hope to your marriage. And so check check out those resources. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, we try to put as many resources in your hands with this podcast. The podcast itself is a resource, but uh, very often the best thing we can do is point you to that next step, whether it's counseling, uh, right. whether it's coaching. Um, we have a lot of other uh, resources available, many of them free at xomarriage.com. And, uh, and we would, we'd love for you to check that out as well. So thank you so much for your question. And we're, we're going to pray and, and just believe that God's going to continue to bring healing uh, to that relationship as you continue to just love and serve each other. Uh, sweet, sweetie, I think you have another resource you want to share before we wrap up. I do. I have an author friend of mine who has an amazing resource that I think would be a gift that you could give your wife to help her process this grief and even her anger. And it's a devotional that is specific to miscarriage and it's called Loved Baby, 31 Devotions Helping You Grieve and Cherish Your Child After Pregnancy Loss. It's by Sarah Philpot. We'll put that in the show notes. We'll be sure to do that. But I think that would be huge because I know that you feel inadequate right now because you want to help so bad and you yourself are grieving. And I just want to you know, own the fact of that too. I know you're grieving and you're processing and then you're also trying to help your wife. And so God bless you for that. I mean, I think it's wonderful that you were so honest and wrote this question, but I I do think it'd be great if we could just pray for them, sweetie, before we leave. We don't always do that, but let's say a prayer for this couple. And, um, and, and and we'll extend the prayer of course, to, to all of those, all those who've experienced the the pain of miscarriage, uh, those, those it's a, it's an invisible wound that so many are carrying. So many. And then also the many who are experiencing anxiety and depression and just, you know, worldwide right now, um, no, those numbers are, are skyrocketing just because there's so much pain and uncertainty um, that's just happening in our world. And, and now more than ever, we need the peace that only the Lord can bring. So, that's right. So yeah, let me let me say a prayer uh, for us and, and uh, feel free to just receive this prayer as a blessing wherever you are. If you're driving in a car, please don't close your eyes. I don't want you to meet Jesus no. today as a result of this yes. prayer, but but uh, just, uh, just receive it as a blessing. Father, I lift up, uh, first, this couple who wrote in this this question that you'd bring healing to their wounded hearts, 
um, over the loss of this child that we know is now safely in your arms, God, but their hearts are are still heavy. And I just pray that you would comfort them and help them comfort each other. I pray for this uh, this wife uh, and mother that you would um, you'd bring healing to her heart and to her mind as she wrestles with this anxiety and depression. Uh, something I know, Lord, that you want to bring peace to as only you can. I lift up all those who are dealing with anxiety and depression, God, and many, many are. Uh, our world is so troubled right now. And I just pray, God, that you would let your will and your presence be felt um, all throughout this world. Because Jesus, you're the only one who can bring real healing. It's not going to come It's not going to come through politicians. It's not going to come through anybody but you. And I just pray, God, that you would you'd bring your kingdom and that is a kingdom of peace. And I just thank you for that. For those who are hurting, let them find hope in you. For those that don't know you yet in a personal way, uh, I just pray, Jesus, that they would reach out to you in faith and they would begin that journey uh, that changes everything, Lord, because knowing and loving you is really the point of life. And until we discover that, um, we're always going to be directionless. And I pray for those who don't know you, God, that, that they, they would they would open up their hearts to you because you've done all the work and you're the one pursuing them and and just let them by faith uh, surrender to your leading in their life and find the hope that you want to give. So Lord, we thank you for your love and your grace and we pray your blessing on every marriage, all those who are listening and we pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye guys. Bye.